3: all right welcome back to believe in Rams I'm Jake Ellenbogen joining you as always joining me as always is our former Rams linebacker Cameron Lynch and we are going to be talking about the preseason you know the preseason well um you know scratching clawing your way onto a roster is not an easy feat you know, there's some good, there's some bad, and there's some ugly in regards to preseason some, but, real, uh, ugly. <laughs> some real ugly, but before we get into that, just want to let you guys know that bet online is your number one source for all your betting needs this season. Get the latest odds lines and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place for wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code believe to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts. But Cam, before we start, we also want to remind you guys to go and join underdog fantasy. Play some fantasy football with us. It is a lot of fun. I was able to make a decent amount of money uh, because of Trey Lance of the 49ers, his weird touchdown that got knocked (laughs) off of like two defenders or whatever, uh, ricocheted in the arms of Ross Dwelly. Um, You could be that too. So uh, you can use our promo code, believe in Rams. That's believe in Rams at the first sign up and uh, you'll get a hundred percent bonus match up to a hundred dollars if you use that code when signing up for underdog Fantasy. So let's get into it, Cam the Rams chargers. It feels like they play every year in preseason. It's the battle for LA, but it's the most meaningless battle for LA ever. People get so invested (laughs) in this. I'm like, it's preseason. Like you had, you had fans. I did a watch party. Okay. I can vouch you. I had awesome fans and I love you guys. Some of you guys were super negative and I'm going to call you out right now because yeah, because 34 17 in the preseason doesn't mean diddly squat. Not diddly. (laughs) <laughs> it, I mean the only one that's trying to win a preseason game the Ravens they've won like 24 straight preseason games they have not lost since like 2015 okay yeah, and they yeah. are trying to and, they also and, have a streak
2: yeah and also too, like if you're in a quarterback like battle like that's what it makes a lot of sense like keep the streak alive and if you're battling for position at quarterback spot but the Rams specifically we got Matt locked in so at this point we're pretty good so let's let's take it easy here. <laughs>
3: exactly. Well, just take it easy, man. Yeah. So preseason, right. Uh, yeah. The Rams fell to the chargers. Doesn't matter. 34, 17 Stetson Bennett. That was, that was the the yeah. big highlight of the night with Stetson. Bennett starts off the drive kind of slow. Almost there's two picks uh, at the beginning. Yeah. Danny works his way into throwing a touchdown pass to Puka Nakua who you and I have, you know, been talking about because Ouka. I mean, Ouka. He's like, he's killing it in camp. And then he brings it over onto the, the grid of iron and is killing it, you know, in a preseason game. So Cooper Jr., let's go. It, uh, wow. It's a lofty praise there. I've heard Robert Woods, but I mean, if he turns into 1900 yard Cooper cup, I mean, man, did the Rams steal him? He
2: won the Gatorade <laughs> player of the year. He balled out. I mean, come on, man. I'm going to call it now. I think he's going to be a Cooper cup junior. I saw a couple of clips of Cooper, like talking to him on the sideline, showing him his skills. So, He's returning punts. I think. I think Cooper Cup. When I was playing at the Rams, I have a feeling that Cooper Cup returned a couple punts and kickoff when he first got to the Rams. So I'm just. I'm gonna call it here. Jake Crystal Ball. Puka Nakua cool is a, a Cooper Cup Junior.
3: Cam Stradonis over here. You heard it here first.
2: Hey, heard it here first. <laughs> Let's go.
3: So, here's the thing. All right, with with the Rams, you know Stetson looked good. He had his moments. He looked good. He was one of the best rookie quarterbacks that played this past week in preseason. No doubt about it. He was better than CJ. He was better than Bryce, uh, albeit smaller sample size for some of those guys, but he was better. Um, Then Aiden O'Connell came out and was the best quarterback, probably by far of the rookies, but, but Stetson had a lot to to work on and build off. And, And I'll say this right now, Cam, and I'm sure you probably noticed it. I'm glad towards the end of the game, Stetson was kind of starting to realize, man, my speed isn't going to translate to the NFL the way I thought it was (laughs) because trying to get around the corner, getting off those edges, it's like, you don't realize when we say it's just college we're not trying to be jerks about it but it it, like it really is just college because you you do have those really good athletes like you do have a i don't know if you saw jalen carter playing for the eagles oh my god looks like he's going to be a behemoth but you do have guys like that you have nolan smith also uh from uga but for every one of those guys
2: Everyone's a four six like come on
3: (laughs) yeah like for every one of those guys though you do have a guy that ran a a 495 isn't going to make the NFL and isn't chasing down Stetson. it's why he's able to run like that in college, the NFL, you have a bunch of guys that are around the four, six, four eights. And it's like four, eight being like slow in the NFL, which I mean, that would be considered fast on most teams in college. And so look, the way I see it is this Stetson has a lot of work to do, but he's not as far off as the haters would imagine him to be. Uh, He made some nice throws in the pocket, He can work off script. The offensive line wasn't great. And we're going to talk about that. Um, But there were some bright moments. I want to get to uh, Logan Bruss because he is also a guy that is getting a lot of flack, a lot of heat. Um, But we just talked about it off the edge when we recorded it. Logan Bruss, his whole goal was to get out there and get right mentally, get back into football shape. Not physically, necessarily, but mentally. And it's easier said than done, folks, because there were people criticizing his every move. And I'm like, this guy hasn't played since last preseason. It's been a full year since the last time this guy stepped on a football field. And to me, I thought it was a fine debut. He starts off slow. Man, Brett Rippin probably isn't his uh, biggest fan after that because that guy was not able to throw the ball when you know you're seeing Logan Brus get like ragdolled, but as <laughs> the game went on, Bruss got better. Bruss got more comfortable, and, and I think notably speaking, you look at the touchdown pass to Puka Nakua Cam, and he's on the right side. And look. Can we stop saying that like an acting like offensive linemen have to stonewall every possession? You just have to make sure that you can keep this guy away from that guy and have him throw the ball before he gets there. And I understand that's really like an oversimplification, but that's about as simple as it is in, in simple terms. Okay. Yeah. And I thought he did a nice job on that play, you know, where he was able to kind of round out that, like that arc. So, you know, the edge defender wasn't able to get near Stetson and Stetson, of course, did some work, stepped up in the pocket, you know, showed some poise and threw a dart to Nakua. But guys, I mean, he's not like Bruss is not perfect. He's a rookie that didn't get a chance to have a rookie season. He didn't get it. He didn't have a chance to fail. He, He immediately goes out there. He tears his ACL. So now he's back. And we're gonna have to like wait to see what we have in him. There are people already calling him a bust, Cam. A bust. That's
2: crazy. Uh, well, also, too, Jake. People don't realize that the Chargers' defensive line—just the people that they learn from on a regular basis. Let, let's just let's stop there. If Andrew Whitworth was on the team, they're like, all right, you know, he could say, hey, Logan, step here, step there, like tighten up a little bit, young man. But the Chargers—they got Khalil Mack on the other side. They got they got guys that can. Morgan Fox, right, Sebastian Joseph Day, that played for the Rams that could tell them, hey, this guy over here, he's not good at this. And so you, when you think about it, just the Chargers, they're pretty loaded. They have a, a good defensive line. Tui uh, Tui, Tui Palo, two coming out of U, uh, USC, playing, you know, Chargers, Rams, he's turned up, he did a good game that game. So let's just give some grace there, right? Give some grace. But the takeaway is, Jake, is keep your quarterback clean. Um, you talking about Brent um, the way he played, uh, I thought he looked excellent. At first when I was watching him, I was like, is this Stetson? But no, it's like, okay, this is never I was watching from a distance a little bit, so I couldn't see. But Brett looked excellent. I'm not going to lie. Brett looked excellent. Um, Stetson, when he stepped in the game, he almost threw two interceptions that were dropped. So that kind of like, okay, it was like, okay, well, welcome to the NFL, young man. Like, <laughs> you know, he and he figured it out along the way. Anthony Richardson, I feel like, had a similar type of game where he threw some passes. Of course, Anthony Richardson from the Colts threw some passes, and it was like, ooh, like, don't show those flashes from from UF, because I actually talked to someone. They were like, oh, I was like, what do you think about Brett, uh, about Anthony Richardson? They were like, I don't know about that, you know, because uh, at Florida, they're like, ah, oh, he threw a lot of interceptions. Whatever people want to say, these these young quarterbacks is preseason game one. They don't have the starting offensive line. They're starting players that starting firepower, they don't have it underneath them, so let's give these guys some grace. Let's see how they progress as they continue, but Jake, I do want to call, out. Uh, I know have Bennett, been Bennett, uh, Bennett balled out, but Brett Ripien, he looked good, man. He looked clean. His exchanges from the snap to the finish. He looked really clean. So I'm curious. we got two more games left in the preseason. So let's see how, how, how it finishes up. But um, yeah, it was an exciting game for sure.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think what it comes down to with Ripon is that they didn't really let him throw the ball um yeah. <laughs> he had yeah. he had six uh throws you know completed three of them for 11 yards you know like I saw some things I liked but I didn't see enough to really be like yeah he looked really good um yeah. but you know we'll we'll see what ends up happening there he started maybe Stetson starts week two you know this upcoming week and you know you have a battle there for QBT yeah. I think they might keep both of them I don't know but this is what I'll say uh Zach Evans looks like Cam Akers like i think they drafted zach evans to be cam Akers' replacement i just when i was watching him run i'm like yeah he's got kind of that that same you know cam isn't a power back so to speak but he's got some power to him zach evans you know coming out of college i always kind of looked at as um you know he had the speed but he could finish runs like give you that extra like I'm gonna punch you in the mouth right quick you know Mm -hmm. and so I think I saw that as well as Ronnie Rivers like neither guy got in the end zone you know Royce Freeman did I thought Royce was solid um he still definitely has a shot to make the team because of pass pro those two came off the field on third down in passing situations they were like put Royce out there we're not even gonna risk anything here but um Ronnie rivers looked really good at like yeah. creating yards that simply weren't even there. Like making guys miss Uh he had a nice 15 yard run that I want to give grace uh, in your words to Tremaine Akram. Who's uh, he's looking like he's going to end up being one of the starting guards this year for yeah. the Los Angeles Rams. He's made significant strides cleansing guy, late round pick, you know, they've stuck with him and he had a really nice convoy, you know, combo block where he got up to that second level and man, he, he was past Ronnie rivers at one point, like that guy can move. So, um, you know, that was nice to see. And Royce Freeman finding the end zone. That's why they got him Those short yardage, uh, situations as well as pass pro. So I thought the run game, I know people were probably hoping that they'd look more like the chargers run game with the 214 yards rushing. Dude, they were going off. But man, you know, 24 for 99 is not bad. 4.1 yards per carry is not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. They did have a touchdown. They had a 15 yard scamper. I think this run game right now is just, it's lacking in identity, um, which is to be expected who's going to start on the offensive line. I mean, I feel like I turned, you know, I turned around and all of a sudden Avila's out for the game. You know, they're just like, all right, we've seen enough. We don't want to get him hurt. He's going to be a big part of the offense to be fair. Um, You know, so it's kind of hard to get going when you have guys coming out and coming in and moving guys over and whatnot. Um, But speaking of moving guys over, we talked about him uh, on off the edge and we talked about, I believe we talked about him on here. He was one of my guys. Warren McClendon looked really good at left tackle, yeah. and I don't think people realize it because PFF gave him an awful grade, and I don't know why. Um, I thought he was stout at left tackle, and that's a good sign for the Rams. You know, there's a lot of this, um, this like cross training they've been doing for years with offensive linemen, and I it goes to show you. I mean, even though you know Cromer's out, even though. Uh, Carberry's gone. They're still doing, like, they have that cross-training mentality, and you saw it, I thought. You know, everyone's just plugging McClendon in at guard, and here he comes in at left tackle, and he looked pretty sharp.
2: Yeah, I think we talk about this all the time, Jake. If you're playing one position, you have to know most of the positions. If they sign you up for this one, for an example, like for for me, they say, Cam, play will linebacker when you go to the Rams. Weak side linebacker, you're covering people most of the time. And then next thing you know, you got Akeem Ayers, you got different guys that are playing on the football field. And I was like, okay, if I want to make this team, i got to figure it out. So they put me at Sam Linebacker. That's pretty much like the nine technique, you know, defensive end, and I'm six feet tall. And I realized, I was like, I have to make plays at this position because if I want to make the team, this is all she wrote. And so guys are going from center to guard to tackle. It doesn't matter. Like, you have to be able to step in and make it happen. We know here on Believe Rams more than anyone. We talk about this on Off the Edge all the time. The backups, um, it's super important. To see the backups, to see this preseason, to see these guys in action is really important because you never know. Week 1, week 2, week 3, week 16, we might see these guys. We might have, we might have to count on these guys to win football games. So the fact that the Rams are moving guys around on the offensive line is actually super smart because we need to know that, hey, down the line, if guys get hurt, we can trust you to win football games. Cause last year it was a little bit rough. So this year we want to have a change in the title a little bit. So it was really good to see those guys go out there and play and ball. But Jake, I know we haven't talked about receivers yet, but Puka Nakua, man, it it was just really good to see him out out there thriving, Um, punt return, um, catching the football for touchdowns, You know, just short gains. And it's like, dude, This is the guy. This is the guy. So I'm super excited to see him. Um, And I hope he stays healthy this preseason because we're going to need him come week one.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll admit it. I was really low. I mean, obviously, Sean McVay's, you know, his track record with rookies, he doesn't like to throw them in the fire, you know, normally on the offensive side, defensive sides happened. I mean, Jordan Fuller, sixth round pick. But I mean, he doesn't like to throw really anybody in if they're not ready and, Puka Nakua looks like he was ready. I mean, I, you know, I told you when we were watching Jaron Hall tape, I'm like, dude, this, this Puka Nakua keeps making plays, you know, he's, he's going to be a problem, but, um, you know, I think it was just, he looked like just way more seasoned than a rookie should. Um, it was his release package off the line of scrimmage. It was just the way he was contorting his body to really sell the route because that's a thing like route running right it's just like it's so generic like oh well, i can run routes like no no. can you sell the route yeah like we talk about route running you could run a route if you round it off you you ran the route was yeah. it a good route no like you can you sell the route route selling is really what it should be called yeah. because you're trying to you know get them to bite you're trying to create separation and i thought nakua did a nice job of that a guy i also thought did a nice job of that former Buccaneer, Tyler Johnson. And Uh, this shouldn't be a shock. We were talking about this when they got him. Like this guy was literally catching passes from Tom Brady in the playoffs. He (laughs) suffers an injury and he doesn't really play last year. And now he's like, man, I'm gonna get my bread right now. Like I'm going after it. And I was so happy to see him getting those targets. He got seven from Stetson. Uh, He should have played more. Um, But I will say the big takeaway for me was that Demarcus Robinson caught a nine yard pass. That was it. And they're like, we've seen enough. He's going to have a role this year, Cam. And we've talked about that too, because this is Mr. Available. He's always on the field. He's, you know, he's always out there. He has not missed a game in his NFL career guy that just looks for work in, in the, uh, you know, the blocking game, but he's not too bad as far as a receiver either. He's taken a, you know, a back seat, but I could see him emerging in this receiver room. I could see at, well, I could see Puka Nakua. I think people are sleeping on this receiver room. We've talked about it. I think they are. And Tyler Johnson is going to make this really difficult for the Rams. If they were going in this, like, yeah, we'll keep five receivers. Everything will be good. Be like, crap. We got to keep seven. Don't we? Like, yeah, it's going to get to that point where you're like, Skaronic, Like, do we need? Yes. Okay. And look, DeMarcus, obviously and Puka. It's like, uh, Lance McCutcheon, by the way, with his 28 yards, uh, is now the all time leading receiver in Rams preseason history. Uh, he but he's it. not, I don't think he's going to make the team because yeah. Tyler Johnson, I mean that, that catch and run, man, that set them up for that, that scoring drive. I just, he impresses me. It's yeah. just like, you know, his wherewithal to, to stay in bounds near the sideline, the nice sideline throw that Stetson put on the money. Um, but I liked him for possession and I liked him because he can sell some contact as well. He's good at that. He got the call against the Packers to send him the Super Bowl, essentially. So, you know, I mean, you got to give him props. He knows how to be a receiver. He knows how to, you know, sell the route, but also maybe sell a little bit of contact as well. And yeah. I, I think that's, what's going to keep him in the league. And, you know, I think the Rams, they're not going to let him go.
2: No, he's a Jake. He's a champion. I mean, it's, yeah. you go from one champion to the other one. So, at that level, you know what your guys need. And you talk about Lance, like this this training camp, i oh, sorry, this preseason, he's going to need it. And like people say, oh, I, I know before we were like, hey, take it easy on the preseason. I think that's for the guys that are at the top that are starting. But the guys that are not at the top, it's free game. And so he's going to need to play his best ball because he's not only trying out for the Rams, but also for these other teams. And then with Tyler, He's a champ, man. He's a champ. He knows what they need, and the Rams need to get to that point. And so you talked about Puka Nakula, how he seemed more seasoned. Well, I would think that Tyler in that Cooper Cup were, were, say, were saying things to him throughout training camp, even before he got to the Rams. Like, hey, like, you're going to be a good player in the league. You're, you're coming to the Rams. Let's Let's give you the download right now. Like, and I'm sure too, with Cooper Cup being hurt, there's just more time for Puka to get better and better. And so it's showing, Jake. I talked about I'm a special teams guy, so I was paying attention to the Rams' special teams. And Puka, he made great decisions when fielding the ball, and a lot of times too, Jake. Coaches want to know if they can trust you or not. You know what decisions are you going to make, especially with that punt that's extremely important. I saw a couple guys I think from the Bears, muff punt, right? He's like they're making silly mistakes and silly, silly decisions. So preseason is the time to do that but it's really cool to see puka making elite decisions so early on and so that was really good to see um but i also want to talk about this Rams special teams jake because puka dakua doing a great job on the return side but the rams punt team now gave up a touchdown in a preseason game that's Uh, that's a major that's a major no-no bro because like the guys who missed the tackles teams are going to be looking at that like hey who gave this touchdown now what does that look like of course the punter right putting the ball in the middle of the field big no-no because you get the- that was
3: one of your sleepers in the coming out of the draft at tcu darius davis
2: D- darius and showing wheels. that
3: dude was a streak of lightning you saw him and you're like and especially like you know if, if you had a you know one of those illegal streams I did not, but, you know, he, he probably, he probably was a streak of lightning. He probably yeah. was like, but you know, it buffers and then it's like, pew, like, where'd he go? You know, and it, yeah, bro. Like
2: t, t, it was cool. I saw some of the pictures after the game. A lot of TCU guys were at the chargers. That is a, cool. A lot of, uh, bulldogs were at the Rams. So that was cool to see them kind of come together and see
3: those guys show out because, such a weird connection like where does that come from like yeah like yeah you know like texas christian la like duh right like
2: <laughs> like you know to be honest though we talk about the business of sports a lot of the times business of football it's the people at the front office you know the players get all the visibility but it's the folks that are behind the scenes kind of what do they say cooking the cooking the food making the sausage that kind of make things happen and that sausage ha- it just happens to have a lot of tcu folks in it you know and uga folks in it so um, i guess so yeah you know that's that but um the random special teams got to tighten up jake because we talked about this last year god forbid matthew Stafford goes down the offense Stetson, Stetson Bennett is going to have to move the football down the field which is great but the special teams are going to have to score points each game is decided by two or three points the special teams have to show up so um hopefully this week they're working on that and they don't allow another touchdown jake because i i take pride in that as a former random special teamer I didn't
3: like to see that. I'll blame you. That was not a, that was not a good performance on special teams. Um, There was, I believe, I don't know if they gave him a fumble, um, but there was a muffed punt from Xavier Smith. I was bumped for him because he doesn't get a chance to get in the receiving room at all. Didn't get on the stat sheet. Mm. And he has two returns for zero yards. So it's like this guy really was trying to make an impact. I think he, there was definitely some jitters, I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. Like the, the chargers punter, uh, JK Scott was not making it easy. He got some hang time there Yeah. and, uh, whatever spin on the ball he had, like the first time Xavier Smith was like, Oh crap. Like what, what was that? You know? Yeah. And so, um, you know, speaking of punter, I thought Ethan Evans looked as advertised 51.3 yards yeah. uh, average, which is almost eight yards more than JK Scott. Mm, to put yep. it into perspective two inside the 20 he had one touchback he had a 62 yard punt cam he yeah. punted six times uh tanner brown scared me and we'll get to the defense in a sec but tanner brown i'm not hating on the guy first off he liked one of my posts so <laughs> shout out to him yeah uh <laughs> but i'm not hating on him because he is a rookie kicker udfa okay i'm just saying be careful rams going down this road we saw this with sam sloman okay we saw this okay it dustin hopkins if if you know he's available at some point or robbie gold is an option make that move yeah because i'm telling you you do not want to lose games because of a kicker and tanner brown could be the kicker of the future i'm not saying that he can't but this up and down nature unfortunately doesn't work in the nfl mm-hmm. when two to three plays is the deciding factor of a football game
2: yeah and you don't and mind you though jake too like kickers and punters and specialists they don't like practice they they do a lot they sh- they serve as a scout team but a lot of times their practice is about 30 minutes at the beginning of the day between that two-hour practice and the rest of it they're kind of servicing everyone else And they maybe might do some stuff at the end of practice but they're there to kick the ball through the goalposts, they're there to punt the ball away, to be an extension of the team as well. And so if he gets up there and doesn't make any kicks or kind of, it's just like, dude, we want you to be a hundred percent. Like in the preseason, of course you can miss them a little bit, but.
4: For those who embrace the impossible, the Defender 110 is up for the adventure. This iconic vehicle has been redefined with a modern design that lets you go further and do more. The exterior is reimagined with compelling proportions and precise detailing, complemented by an interior built with integrity. The Defender capability is legendary. Whether you're facing off-road challenges or harsh weather conditions, its durability has been tested to the extreme. Powerful innovations like the intuitive driver display and award-winning infotainment system keep you connected. Innovative camera technologies deliver unobstructed views and effortless maneuvering. And robust cargo capacity means more room for your gear. Ready for a wide range of adventures, the Defender family features the two-door Defender 90, the Defender 110, and the Defender 130, which seats up to eight. To drive the Defender is to explore with greater confidence. Push what's possible with a vehicle made to go further. The Defender 110. Learn more at LandRoverUSA.com forward slash Defender.
2: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh,
1: Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
0: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: Walmart Plus members save on Meeting Up With Friends.
2: we, uh, game two, game three, if he's doing the same thing, like you said, Robbie gold, hello.
3: <laughs> hey, <you> Hey, <laughs> speaking of Robbie gold, the Rams fans will get to kick out of this. The 49ers third round kicker. I was telling you, wasn't a good pick. Jake Moody misses oh. his first kick in preseason and they spent a third rounder. So if you, you, you know, at least say, you know, to an extent, um, you know, you could say, okay, like with the Rams, They got Tanner Brown, UDFA. They didn't give up. uh, They did not give up a third rounder and they got their punter late in the draft too. Uh, I would hate to be, you know, have another uh, Aguayo situation, um, which of course we don't know. Obviously Jake Moody can end up being the greatest kicker of all time. I don't know what he's going to be, but not a great start. And so looking at the defense, I got to say, there's not a lot of great to take away from the defense. It was tough, but but individual guys that said, Tanner Engel balled out. Uh, he had a sack on a safety blitz. He was making some really textbook tackles. Um, just the guy that you could tell he loves to hit, you know, yeah. but he he's a con- he, he hits in a controlled way where he's not like, you know, wild. Right. Yeah. You talk about those like power pitchers in baseball who have like the wild motions. It's like, Oh, that's great that you throw 104 miles an hour. Can you put it in the strike zone? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, right. That's the thing is like with Tanner Engel, I felt like he was controlled. I feel like this guy has a chance to make the team. He's had a good camp by all accounts. Uh, he impressed me uh, in that one. Uh, Kelechi Anula Anya is still one of my, you know, sleepers to make this roster at the linebacker spot. I like quitting Lake. Obviously he didn't play a ton, because he's gonna have a role this year Uh, Jordan Jones looked good I thought Keir Thomas and Daniel Hardy getting in the stat sheet on the sack side of things that was nice Byron Young had a uh, sack taken away from him Van Valkenburg had a huge stop on third down that kept the game alive at one point I know it sounds crazy because they lost by 17 but this was a game that at one point looked like the Rams could take over and win Um, but I mean, I'd be going crazy if I didn't mention Trey Hodges, Tomlinson. There I mean, come on now. He, he was phenomenal. Um, I think he, and I understand it's preseason. I don't want to go overboard here, right? <laughs> I, we we've, yeah. we've said we're not going to overreact to preseason, but this guy has been unfairly. Put in the the box that he is just a slot corner. He is just a nickel corner. He can only play inside the the numbers. That is BS. And he proved that. He can play on the boundary. And I didn't see Darion Kendrick out there. And I think it was more because of the injury and less about him being that much of a lock to start. I heard he had a good camp until he got hurt. And I know they're high on him. But do not be surprised. If the starting corners are Akella Witherspoon, Dakobe Durant, and Trey Hodges Tomlinson, at some point down the road this season, I don't. I'm just saying right now, they got him the sixth round. That wasn't like, oh, you know, he fell because this and this. No, I was like, no, no, no. You 32 teams messed up five rounds in a row, and then the Rams were just like, oh, he's still there. We'll just pick him because we yep. have 14 picks. I don't even know if I'm giving the Rams credit for that because it's like you had 14 picks. Of course you're gonna pick Trey Hodges Tomlinson in the sixth. Yeah. You know, so
2: yeah, yeah. He, he man, he like you said, I got in my notes here. This guy Jake five seven. I said he is nice. <laughs> there was a there was a bomb on the side of the on on the sideline going to Quentin Johnson. I think it was, and it was Tomlinson and Johnson one on one five seven versus six seven i mean i say seven but he might as well be right yeah i mean in, incomplete yeah. you know incomplete what's that what's that they do the dbs that kind of throw their oh hands yeah in the air? yeah well, that,
3: that's like a meme like the ball will be like way over the guy's head they're like <laughs> hey
2: but uh, you got to do it though because you're on an island at the end of the day so each rep uh-huh. matters and if that ball, i feel that if that ball sails over a little bit or there's any type of incomplete you count it because one thing they will count as a catch. And if there's a catch on you, as in a defensive back, then it's a a tough day in the office. So you got to count it all, but man, Trey, the fact that he was playing against his uncle's former team as well, the first game of the preseason, his first game, and he balled out. That was, that's an excellent story, Jake. That's, I don't even know why that's not even written in any headlines or anything like that. Pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. So I have him as, to be honest, I don't know if I had him as a sleeper yet for our Rams team. I've I, got to go back and see, but he's my sleeper, Jake. He, he he became one of my favorites to see him play at 5'7". He's going to find a way on his team. And what I will say is a guy that stature, wanting to make the team, special teams is going to be the way to go. He's not going to be in the starting lineup, but he's going to have to show up at the gunner at you know the vice on the other side of the gunner he's gonna have to make big plays on special teams similar similar to Rodney McLeod safety he's not a starting safety but he shows up and shows out so we'll see I got my fingers crossed but uh Tomlinson he he showed up nicely uh, at the preseason game
3: yeah and then late round pick also uh Jason Taylor the second comes out almost immediately you know it didn't feel like he was in the game long so that tells you how much they value him um you know rookie not playing that long that's that's interesting so look i i think uh I mean if you look at the defense as a Whole it was abysmal uh, Giving up you know what 8.4 yards Per carry for running backs it was uh, is I just
2: it, I call it porous Jake it was yeah that, it felt like a sponge like Things were just spongebob
3: lean. yeah I mean Spongebob get defense. that spongebob defense <laughs> Out of here yeah that,
2: uh, Yeah but Aaron Donald's not playing so
3: you don't have Aaron Donald, you don't have Ernest Jones, you don't yeah. have Kobe Durant, Akella Witherspoon, yada yada yada. Yeah. But um that's why we look at it in in terms of and it's I guess that's the issue I have with preseason and why I don't get ex- as excited for it as some other people. It's the least team football game imaginable. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's
3: really an individual I'm trying to make the roster. Yeah, You're still playing as a team and you've you've played preseason games, but you have to admit it feels a little like me not we
2: yeah right big time especially being on hard knocks jake like i'm over here dancing and you know i mean like i would dance during the regular season but i'm trying to make the team like and the playbook is super watered down like i'll try to break it down like this the preseason playbook for offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators if you have like a 101 to like a 501 type of like one on three-on-one, It's your one on one. They're not trying to give anything up. Um, it's like playing a car game like playing Uno, right? Like you don't want to sit by uh, behind a mirror. You don't want to sit in by a window because people are gonna be seeing your car. It's like you don't want that. And so preseason, the the playbook is minimal and they wanna see guys compete. That's it. So like you said, it's very individualistic um, rather than team team game. So
3: and oh, for the love of God, if I hear another, Raheem Morris's defense is getting shelled. Raheem Morris wasn't the defensive coordinator at active on duty. There okay, that's go. the first thing. The second thing is he's not going to be running this defense with these guys. He's going to have Aaron Donald, Ernest Jones, Dejounte Durant, Akella Witherspoon, Jordan uh, Fuller, you know, John Johnson. The list goes on. He will not have these guys that are probably not making the roster. Yeah. And you know, I, the realization hit me, Cam, as we kind of wrap this show up this team that has 40 rookies okay like all the mainstream media wants to be like well they're 40 rookies how many are making this team i actually think this team was was kind of regarded as kind of a and and you and i kind of did as well where we were like oh it all these roster spots are cam i don't think there's that many roster spots open i had a hard time uh breaking down my 53 man and i think you and i should probably do that maybe next week and do like a 53 or whatever and just kind of give you know who we think could make the roster because i'll tell you right now it is it's gonna be a brain uh, tickler for you because it is not an easy one cam it is not easy to make the roster math work
2: no training camp training jake training camp preseason is never easy i made teams at the last minute My guy like yeah also didn't make the team at the last minute Right, that's true but you came back i came back so yeah man it's it it, it'll get sticky for sure when it comes to picking who's gonna make the roster and who's not but at the end of the day we're gonna give these guys looks we're gonna highlight them because you might see them on another team i.e seattle or 49ers or cardinals and if they're crushing the rams then we can say hey front office why should let this guy go get him later like we did john johnson which is really cool
3: (laughs) no i love that they got john johnson uh which obviously (laughs) yeah i mean we didn't really touch on that uh but yeah the rams got john johnson that happened like a week or two ago so we're we weren't gonna like pound that you know stump but now it's already out there but uh cam i just want to run something by you before we wrap this up um is it fair to say that with all of these players that like you know for instance like uh, a Lorel murchison right he gets cut like mid-season like he was a lock to make the titans roster but maybe it was an oversight like is it is it fair to say that like they almost overanalyze the fifty-three going into the season, and it's easy to do that. And then when the bullets are flying and you have a record and you, you have an idea of how good certain teams are and the different matchups and what you need and what you don't need, um, you know, at that point it's easier to make those decisions on the fly. Because it almost seems like Cam, like there were years like Like when they cut you, I was like, what were they thinking? Because then all of a sudden they sign you like right after that. And I was like, see, I was right. I was right. I knew like you were going to make the team, but you didn't make the team when it initially came out. So that's like the big thing. Like, oh, Cam didn't make the 53, but then you're, you're starting, you know, you're, you're on the the special teams unit week one, week two, what, what? do you see what I'm saying? Like, is yeah. that fair? Like to say like coaches seem to like almost overanalyze, overdo it for that first like big cut down, and then like after that's done, it's almost like all right, we got that done. Now we can kind of be a little bit more composed and make better decisions and so forth.
2: What do they say? Hindsight's always twenty-twenty. You know what I mean? It's so for that's me. True. When I was with the Rams, like I, I got to let go of the Rams, went to the Buccaneers, and then came back to the Rams. Uh, I would say. Maybe later. I'd uh, call a year or so later. So, yeah, man. It's I think at the end of the day, for cut day, they have to go with with what what will make them win early on. I think it's really important. So maybe those first couple games, who can we take right now to win these games? But as soon as cut day finishes, though, Jake, they're getting guys from other places. So to be honest, I don't think they they look into the cut day. Uh, at, you know, they look uh, with the microscope and everything like that, but not too much because they're getting guys from different places. So. To be honest guys who are looking to make the team I wouldn't put too much in the cut day because if you put your best work out there You're gonna go you're gonna find you're gonna find a place somewhere. So, um, yeah, I I wouldn't say so I wouldn't say they put too much into it
3: Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think like, you know, you look at darius williams when he got cut by the the ravens I mean, it's just another one of those things like he easily makes the 53 but then Jimmy Smith comes back from the suspended list or whatever, and now he's on the fifty-three, and they have to make a, a corresponding move. So they're like, "We already have six or seven corners, so they cut Darius Williams. Now he goes on free agency. They're like, "Okay, our waivers," and they're like, "Oh well, he'll he'll get through waivers, and then we'll put him on the practice squad." The Rams are like, "No, no, no," and then they pick him up. He ends up being a starter for them, and you know, goes and you know, he plays in the Super Bowl. He wins a Super Bowl. He gets paid by the Jaguars, and it's kind of like it goes to show you, you know. Um, sometimes those things happen. The Rams have had like suspensions. It seems like every year there's a suspension or like a player's going to start the season on the PUP list. And it's like, you know, so it's almost like it gives you kind of the false reality of I've made the team, yeah. but four weeks from now, you're probably going to get cut regardless of your performance. And yeah. I think that's just kind of the, the real, you know, that, that's the sad truth of it. And I think, you know, kind of looking at you for instance, it's like, yeah, you know, there were times where okay, you didn't make the initial roster but you came back. And yeah. I think that speaks more clearly because at that point, more composed, you know, has have an idea of like what you're missing. It says a lot about you because you don't like teams don't just bring guys back that they're familiar with like people expect. That's not like a common thing. It happens but it's not as common as you would expect. So you clearly had a uh, a lasting impression on that, that Rams organization, my guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And also too, like, I think you mentioned it just because you make that 53, that first time you said in four weeks, like it won't even matter because they might have to make some moves that has nothing to do with you. It's because they got to create space. And, One thing that John Fossil, I know we're about to wrap this up here pretty soon, but one thing John Fossil always told me, my special teams coach for the Rams, we call him Bones, he's with the Cowboys. He said, it's tough to make the NFL, but it's even tougher to stay in the NFL. So he told me that when I made the team. He said, Cam, good job you made the team. You and another rookie, Bryce Hager, good job. But now you have to stay here now. And I was like, whoa. Like, I figured how hard it was just to make the team in general, but he was like, to stay is even tougher. Because of hey, week one comes around, someone gets hurt, we got to move the roster around. Now the person that made the team, woo, mom, dad, I made it. Now you're cut, you're back home. So yeah, bro, <laughs> that was brutal. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. It's a brutal, it's a brutal uh, space. And I also too, I want to caveat this too. I know I, for the Rams, got cut that year. Um, but most of the years that I have stepped into the football field, I made the team. You know when I played. So man, be my, my takeaway for this is for guys that want to make the team. Be a great person. Be be kind. Like be kind and work of course work hard, but just be kind. That's number one, Jake. because working hard, that's a given. Everything else is a given, but we forget to be kind in training camp. You know, people are getting cut. You're gonna be on edge, but just be nice in that building and it'll pay off. From a person, from a person that's been there before, just be nice to people in that building and it'll pay off.
3: I love it, Cam. And I can attest to you as a person. We actually were able to meet a lot of people already know this, but we were able to meet in New York and that was great. And I can just say without a doubt, Cam is exactly the type of person he is on this show. He is that guy in person. One of the most like kind speaking of kind, one of the most kind people I've ever met Uh, down to earth, happy go lucky. Always got a smile on his face. Yeah. Cameron Lynch, everybody. All
2: right, man. I appreciate you. I know we do birthday shout outs. Sometimes it was my birthday last week. I saw it, you. It was birthday. hey,
3: happy, <laughs> happy belated birthday. I mean, I told you already, but you Thank know, you. for for those people, like drop in the comments section wherever you're you're seeing this, just throw a happy birthday cam or a belated birthday cam. Appreciate that. It'll go a man. long way. Love. I appreciate that, my guy. Absolutely. So that's gonna do it. Until, uh, you know, we have another preseason overreact to. <laughs> yeah, I uh, mean, <laughs> it is what it I, is. I'm just, I, I'm just I'm just being honest. I didn't think we were going to go this long, but we had more than I expected to talk about. So, uh, you know, we, we hit on every if you guys have any questions maybe we can hash that out in the next episode uh but that's gonna do it for us i'm jake Allen bogan he is cameron lynch you can go follow me at jk bogan on pretty much every platform you can follow cam at uh cameron lynch 50 on pretty much every platform if i'm not mistaken yep. and uh yeah that's gonna do it we'll see you guys next time and uh go rams,
2: Almost rams. let's go
3: pulling up to mickey
0: d's just for drinks oh yeah that's me